I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents Divine Spark Ministries. You are a divine spark from Creator. Within you lies powerful potential for creating a life full of purpose, passion, and prosperity. Join comic pastor, Reverend Jeremy Ryden, in igniting your faith to receive your healing, miracles, and blessings. Hey everyone, welcome to Divine Spark Ministries. I'm your cosmic pastor, Jeremy Ryden, and this is the show where we talk about all things spiritual, metaphysical, holistic, to uplift you, encourage you, motivate you, connect you to that divine source that lives right inside of you because you're part of this creation and part of the creator. And what a phenomenal show we're going to have going on tonight. I'm bringing in a very talented psychic medium, a healer, a spiritual teacher. I can't wait to just hear what she has to say. Her name is Rose Wood, and she is going to be great. If you like a reading from Rose a little bit later on, we're going to do just little quick readings here and there, but you're going to want to listen to her teaching because she's going to do a lot of teaching tonight about healing trauma, recognizing trauma, and all kinds of things about what it's like to be a medium. Have you ever wondered, where do you get your gift? How does this gift work? All of this is going to be live tonight on Divine Spark Ministries. If you're watching by YouTube, we're glad you're here. Facebook, Periscope, love all the live comments in the comment section. If you're wanting to donate to the ministry tonight, I have a Venmo link. You can donate to that Venmo link and it'll go directly to the ministry. And we appreciate it. We got Marie coming on, Robin coming on, Ruth coming on saying, hi, I'm excited about the show. So without further ado, enough of me. Let's welcome the Divine Spark Ministry, the one and only Rosewood. Hello. It's so great. I'm so glad to have you on the show tonight. Um, You know, to give people a little background, I heard Rose Uh, on a live uh, blog talk radio show called Spirit Talk. What is it? Spirit Talk? Spirit Spirit Therapy. Spirit Therapy. Yes, I know that. It's Spirit Therapy. And if you never listened to that show, look it up on Blog Talk Radio. You can look it up on Facebook, Spirit Therapy. They have a show on Thursday nights, a California time, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. So if you're a late owl, I support that show. with phenomenal. But it was on Spirit Therapy that I listened to Rose. She did some astrology, which those that know me, I'm an astrology buff. So I I love that. But she was also giving, um, you know, psychic readings. And these were beautiful readings for the callers that were coming in. And there are just some people that you connect with. And I just connected just listening to her teach. It was like my spirit said, yes, she's part of my tribe. She gets it. And so I'm honored to have her on this 2nd February, 2021. And Rose, why don't you just introduce yourself to the audience and and we'll go from there. 
Well, um, it's first of all, I just want to say I have so much gratitude for you, the divine masculine showing up. I don't think that the world gets enough of that these days. Um, But yeah, so just as you described, I'm a psychic medium. I'm also an astrologer and I'm a healer because I have this this past of needing the faith and the healing. So I have all these experiences that um, allow me to help others who are you know, sort of lost on their path or they need to regain their, their sense of faith and their, their sense of self. Um, I'm also an artist. I work with crystals. I, I predominantly use crystals to heal myself, but through that practice, I've uh, began to create pendants and amulets to help heal others and get them interested as well. Um, so that's me in a nutshell. And I just want to say it. So I'm so glad to get to talk to you because we have so many similarities and it's just, it just opens up the door for more discussion about, um, what it's like to, to live in this paradigm, but also be the way we are, you know, as like channelers. I love that when you said in a nutshell, I, I'm a medium, I'm a healer, I'm a jewelry maker that helps bring healing in the body. And then she goes, that sums it up. And I'm like, whoa, Rose, <laughs> we got to we got to we got to unpack all that because that's some good stuff. Thank you, Linnell, for your three dollars and ninety nine super chat. Hi, Anna. Glad you're here. Linnell, I hope you enjoyed Hawaii. Rose. Uh, let's just kind of unpack that for a second. Okay. When did you realize that you had some of these extraordinary spiritual gifts, like the clairvoyance. Maybe if you could explain what clairvoyance is okay. to the audience and how that works in your life. Get ready, people, because mm-hmm. Rose sees more than most of us. So clairvoyance is the ability to to see something spiritual and it's hard to explain because it's it's a visual that other people can't see. So it's connected to your third eye. Um, and the the thing that first came to my attention was when I was around five years old and I was having these visions. And of course, I didn't understand how to even um, explain to anybody what was going on because I was so young that this felt natural. This didn't seem like... Um, an unnormal thing. Of course, nobody spoke about it. So I didn't speak about it. Um, But it started for the first memory I have is that I'm a little girl in my bedroom and it's nighttime. So it's dark and we got a little nightlight in the hallway and the doors cracked so that, you know, me and my sister don't get scared. We're sharing a room together. And I would have uh, visions sometimes of monsters, uh, sometimes not. But what it looked like was that you know, this pixelation in the atmosphere, which we normally see on TV, how the, these pixels turn into a picture. That's how it started for me. And when the visuals got scary, I figured out on my own as a child how to make those scary monsters go away from my from my vision. And that was to look for the source of light. I noticed that anytime I looked at the light, Um, Of course, it was the intention to make these visuals go away. But anytime I looked at the light, they would disappear. So it was my so early on, I learned this, I had to focus on that, that light coming from the crack in the door. You know, it wasn't something where I'm like, oh, I, I could say, oh, I have monsters in my room. Of course, nobody's going to believe that. You know, it would just be like, go back to bed, be quiet. So I would focus on that light. And that was my my first realization um, of that. But if, yeah, you know, Rose, everyone that's listening right now, she's speaking a truth. And thank you so much, Robin, for your gift. Robin's mother is uh, in going in right now in the hospital and we're praying for her healing and believing God will heal her. But listen to what Robin said from a little girl. She was able to see things clairvoyance where you was clear seeing. You see representations of things beyond the normal eyesight. And she said, you know, when I saw scary things, and I'm paraphrasing her stories, when I saw scary things, I learned quickly to look to the light, and those things would begin to vanish. And tonight, no matter what it feels like in your life that is very scary, I want to encourage you. There is some light near you. There is some ray of hope near you. No matter how faint it is, 
you can look to that light. I'm reminded of the story of a mother and a child. And the child said, Mom, there's so many terrible things happening in the world. And she says, there's so many accidents and fires and, and, and chaos. And Mommy, I'm scared. I'm scared, Mommy. And the mother said this to the child. She said, Honey, anytime you see trouble and anytime you're scared and you see there's a crisis, I want you to look for the helpers. Because in every crisis, there'll be a fireman. For every situation, there'll be a policeman. For every trauma, there'll be someone getting out of their car to help. Everyday heroes, look to the helpers and you'll find your light. You'll find your strength. You'll find your heroes. And so in this time, I already feel Rose just speaking to my spirit. Look to the helpers. Look to the people doing good. Don't listen to the people talking bad. There are people that are doing good no matter what time of the year it is. And that's how we keep our spirit energized. Thank you, Anna, for your $10 donation. I appreciate it. God bless you. If you got questions that you like to personally ask Rose, like a reading, you know, or this or that, like I know Robin, maybe we could do a a reading for Robin in a few minutes if you feel like it, uh, if you're able to, Rose, and, and maybe we'll do Anna in a few minutes. But right now, clairvoyance, um, how does this operate? So you had it as a little girl. How does it operate now in your adult life and what you do as a medium? Well, as a medium, I open the door to connect with somebody's consciousness and to connect with their spirit. And of course, I make sure to only do this when the client is open to that intention. So I'm very deliberate about who I'm going to share that that quantum space with because you know I don't want to infringe on somebody else's privacy and it it's it has to be very intentional but but it looks the same so I can still receive a visual and it doesn't just come at night it comes during the day now I have a lot more control over it um but now I have so many more uh things that are going on so I can feel somebody's entire emotional and physical body inside of my body so it's just expand. Everything is expanded. So now, when I get a visual, I'll hear spirit along with it. If it's a visual of somebody's deceased grandfather, as soon as I see him, I open the door for more communication, and now I can allow him to speak to me and give these uh, give these messages to his loved ones. So now it's just so much more expansive. Absolutely, absolutely. If we could just. Robin right now, her name is Robin. If you could just take a second and see if anything is coming to you mm-hmm. uh, and we'll allow you to do that. And and then we'll go on with the interview. And yes, uh, there are, uh, are other people, a few others that will reach. But right now, Robin says she'd be open to receiving anything that spirit may be sharing with you, Rose. What's interesting is that I feel that Robin, well, it's not a feeling. It's it's more of a visual that's coming through. The first thing that comes through is a bird or a bird totem. So first I saw the raven, but then I saw another bird. So different species of birds, they have different messages. But But outside of that, when I went into it further, it was literally what direction do I need to go in? So what, so what direction do you need to go in intellectually? Maybe because when I'm looking at birds, I'm, I'm understanding that they're part of an air spirit, which has to do with the intellect. So where are you intellectually going? But maybe you're, you're going to sign up for some kind of class or maybe even move. Mm. So I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing movement, mm. um, but the thoughts are really, really empowering that movement. But there's a decision because I see a compass now too. So it's direction and movement and thought. Wow. I really love this. Now, Robin, I haven't said anything in the Rose, but Robin, Rose says she felt movement, decisions, needing direction, going with that movement and the move. So Robin, we know, because I know Robin personally, and she's been wanting to move and really battling between when and how that would affect the family and how to go about it. And the fact tonight, Robin, is that that desire to move and that desire to go forward in your life is right in alignment with spirit. So Mm -hmm. keep pursuing it. 
keep believing it, keep manifesting it, you're you're there. And so when when people like Rose are picking up the message from spirit that confirms, because that's what many of us mediums do. We just confirm what you feel in your spirit. Now, I'm not going to always going to tell you what you want to hear, but many times we're just confirming and validating what is going on in your life, in your heart. You got a validation tonight, Robin, to be able to believe in that move. And, um, you know, and then we're going to take another question and then we'll do a few more readers. Go ahead, Rose. Can I, I just want to add one more thing for Robin is that when I see two birds, they, they're indicating some two completely different things. So one is accept the, the ending. So if you really want to lock in your move, you have to really um, lock in the the concept of this is ending. And that can be that can feel like a period of grief and letting go. So but once that period of grief is over, uh, there's a new bird and this mm-hmm. new bird is is much happier and it's ready to mm-hmm. fly and explore its new territory. Mm. That's, that is so beautiful. You hear that, Robin? Letting go, letting the endings happening for the new beginnings. And we do know there's some endings around, Robin, right now. And um, just keep the faith that these endings, as you grieve and as you as you mourn and go through the process of letting go, that, you know, life is moving you forward towards your highest good. Um, I just love that. I love how you work. How does spirit speak to you? Do you, do you, do you, no, see, I'm clairaudient, so I know yes. you, you're clear. Are you clairaudient too, or how does it come yes. up to you or through you? Well, it depends on the person, honestly. I have to say, because, um, so I'll go back to the example of connecting with someone on the other side. Some uh, spirits are more verbal. So let's say if I'm connecting with somebody's grandfather, some of those men were the quiet, silent type. So they'll just show me visuals, you know, because that's, that was more their nature. They were more visual. So it depends on the person's spirit. Honestly, some people are are chatty Cathy's. Some people are more sensational. Um, so, but I pick up on all of those those occasions. So um, with the case with Robin, this was more of a visual experience because I can decode visuals very easily. Um, but I'm also clear, clear audience. But that did develop later on in my life, like after puberty is when that really started to kick in for me. Well, definitely. We also have a few more and then we're going to get into the teaching. Linnell would like to, if you have anything to share with her. Hmm. So for Linnell, the first indicator that I'm seeing is that spirit wants you to focus on your health. And this is about not only gut health, but it's empowering yourself at the same time. So this could just be so simple, as simple as using the color yellow to help uplift and uplift your spirits. And then maybe even eating bananas, maybe you need more potassium. So this is a strong message about empowering yourself through health. I really like that. Linnell, you know, that resonates because I know Linnell personally has been doing a lot of shifting and changing and she's moving forward in her life. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of us, um, when we're moving forward in life, uh, we need the finances. We need the ability to kind of have an idea where we're going with our creation. And I think that's wonderful that she's saying empowerment, because that's what you've been doing all year, Linnell. You've been taking back your power, expressing yeah. your power. Now, I do know Linnell loves purple. So, you know, you're you're really up there. Go ahead, bros. I have something to add to that. So what I do have an understanding of is that the more healthy your solar plexus is, which is your gut, the more powerful your your crown chakra is going to be. So I think that the message from spirit is to really empower that solar plexus. And sometimes when we don't have our, our dietary needs met in the correct way, it will sort of disintegrate our body to the point where, you know, now we're receiving different messages and it's not as clear. So, so just stay on that path of staying healthy, as healthy as possible. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You know, I like that when you're talking about the chakras, um, what would with that yellow that's that sacral chakra how, how would that if that's blocked how what were some of the symptoms that come with that oh gosh okay so it could be like digestive issues leaky gut um fatigue uh and also with the blocked solar plexus chakra we feel um disempowered sometimes like we might feel shy afraid to shine that light, 
afraid to speak out. So, Ooh. you know, when I, when I say speak out, people go, oh, that's a throat chakra thing. But a lot of times we just need that vitality. So the word vitality is coming through very strong. Mm. Um, but yeah, in this, but your solar plexus is connected to so many other systems in your body, including the lymph system. So just getting out and doing these um, exercises like jumping rope or or running or, or hopping on a, whatchamacallit, I was going to say treadmill. I'm like, don't jump on a treadmill. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, those things that you bounce on a trampoline. But so, but that's, that's the movement that you want that has your pulse, you know, up, you, you're going to get your pulse going throughout your entire body just to get some clearing going on. So it's just about clearing. Oh, I love that. Spiritual um, people sometimes, sorry. So sometimes spiritual people, they, they forget that part because being in this, Crown chakra can be really ungrounding, but sometimes that just altering the diet can help lock that in. I, I, I love that because, you know, it's interesting that you say that is about the about, you know, having the confidence to speak your truth and this and that. Everyone thinks it's in the throat. And yes, we need to speak our truth from our throat. But a lot of people don't because they, they've been attacked in childhood so much. So when we go to trauma, right, a lot of our traumas from our childhood. So if you were somebody that was overcorrected in childhood, misunderstood in childhood, it could literally hold you back from shining, from sharing your full creativity because you're trying to protect yourself from being attacked. That's kind of what I'm hearing from you, Rose. Am I? It's true. Okay, that's, a, that's just another thing that goes with it. It's absolutely right. Yes. Wonderful. Hey, everyone. I appreciate everyone that's been donating. We're going to do a few more readings here a little bit, but I want to get back to just talking to Rose. The teaching itself is worth a donation. This teaching is phenomenal. Um, I'm really excited. You know, you do a lot of healing. What has been some of your, you know, and we can't even talk about it all in just the one show. I know. But in the <laughs> healing realm, what part does trauma, what have you, what do you feel about when we say, what does that word trauma mean to you? Well, trauma can, trauma is, trauma is an injury. And what I, when people, when people hear the word injury, they automatically think of a physical injury, but we can have a mental or an emotional injury as well. So it's some kind of injury that impacts the nervous system in such a way that it alters our internal belief system or our core beliefs about ourselves and also about the world. So whenever I'm talking about trauma, I'm talking about mental, physical, and emotional injuries, the injuries that alter our perceptions of herself and the world. But often this has to do with healing the nervous system um, simultaneously with the emotional system. That's in a tiny little nutshell for you. <laughs> I, I love your nutshells because I feel like I got to take a big sledgehammer to them because <laughs> there's yeah. no much in them um how would how would someone go about calming or healing or centering that nervous energy or the nervous system okay well one of my favorite ways uh of healing the nervous system to like really get to the root of things because because here's the whole thing with abnormal psychology is that if we're injured too much we might not even be aware of all of these injuries any longer because we still have to move forward and these injuries, they the awareness of them gets locked into the subconscious mind. So when it really comes down to it, I highly recommend a licensed psychologist. Yes. Um, but, but even more than that, um, I recommend a, a healing process that is used by licensed psychologists and it's called EMDR hypnosis. It's EMDR. And this this process is incredible. So this was uh, this was invented or discovered rather by Dr. Shapiro. I'm actually going to find out her name. But anyways, this process was discovered in 1987, and right now, the time period that we live in, um, these processes have become mainstream. So, so there are a lot of different spinoffs from EMDR because the whole basis behind EMDR is eye movement. So eye movement is said to, uh, to help you process things in your brain and then each side of your body. But, uh, so it's eye movement, desensitization. So we're desensitizing ourselves from the trauma and then we're reprocessing the trauma. 
Um, but anyways, there are so many different variations of EMDR hypnosis now. So it's just a form of psychotherapy. I highly recommend it because it's so beneficial um, to healing the system. I personally did this process in 2010 with a licensed psychologist, and it was so profound for me that I immediately ended up doing my variation of that on somebody who was very challenged. He had intermittent bouts of anger. So it wasn't even an issue where he had the money and the finances and the insurance to do this. So I just was like, oh my God, I can do this. So I, I helped him heal a piece of his trauma. So I that's the first thing that comes to mind because I started going to therapy as a young child and it wasn't until I saw somebody and addressed a major trauma with that process. But anyways, I wanted to touch on that a little bit more because later uh, research discovered that the eye movement was not technically uh, a necessity for this process. So this is uh, something that can be done over the phone or instead of the eye movement, which I couldn't do to begin with because I'm blind in one eye, you could do tapping on each side um, of the body, like tapping on each side of the knee. Um, but I also really like EFT, emotional freedom technique. Yes. It's more, you know, that, so all of these things that I mentioned, they have gone through clinical trials and they are incredible practices that they have become mainstream, whether they, they come out in an, in another name form. Um, when I personally do this process on clients, I call it a soul retrieval process because what I'm ultimately doing is I'm retrieving that piece of soul that was injured during a trauma and bringing it back into the system. And the body will recognize that healing process and it will secure some peace. I want to say for the individual. Listen, folks, if you want to know more, you can Google EFT. There's some phenomenal books about the tapping uh, for the healing. We're going to go to Richard. Richard is open to receiving anything. And then after Richard, we'll get to you, Anna. We're with Rose Wood. And Tiffany, if we could put Rose's Facebook up. Rose is actually, she does readings and consulting. She's got beautiful jewelry. So ladies and men, if you want to see some beautiful jewelry, hang on. Because her jewelry also has healing components in it. And we're going to hear how by making the jewelry, she healed her own hands, or should we say those crystals and the Mother Earth. Here it is right there, right there, facebook.com slash potentials with Rose. And, and that's what she does. She helps you heal pain, heal trauma, retrieve your soul, empower yourself, grow spiritually, hear messages from above and beyond and inside you. And man, she's the real deal, folks. And she's a, you know, I call her a spiritual teacher too, or a human, humanistic teacher, or whatever. When you listen to her, it's just like all these nuggets from all these different traditions. And uh, I was laughing when she said she was blind in one eye. Not that I laugh at anyone that hurts, but me and her have some similar stories. I'm, I'm blind in an eye too. And we both grew up in the religious organizations and we can get into that. And that's going to be exciting. But mm-hmm. everyone is giving. We are here at the bottom of the half and we've got another half an hour with Rosewood. And we're going to allow her to tap in right now to spirit and see what message she's getting for Richard. What's interesting is that the first visual that comes up with Richard is that it's like, it's like I could see a man turning the page of a newspaper. So all already I could say that your consciousness is really hooked into current events, but some of the other messages that I'm receiving is that your imagination is your information. So don't get too locked into current events because you have a whole paradigm of information that is within yourself. So don't lock yourself out of that. But I'm also seeing healing hands that you have the capacity to heal. And that capacity is in your hands. It's in something about your DNA. Um, Also, don't deprive yourself of that healing. Don't deprive yourself of that healing. And focus on where things feel better. So if, 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 if staying current on current events is sort of like a block to that healing, maybe you need to take a break from it. Um, don't let these ideas deprive you of your faith. Um, so that's that's one of the other things that I'm seeing is let your imagination be your information. Mm. Sometimes information doesn't have to come from turning that 
that source of news, sometimes it's just all here and it, it lives within you and it wants to come out through your hands. So don't restrict, you know, the heart energy comes out through your hands. Mm. Don't restrict your heart. Mm. Let it come out through your hands. Mm. That helping hand. That's why when we would love others and help others and kindness, you can't give to others and then not open the heart chakra. As long as you're, you know, you're doing it in a healthy way and not being in a toxic relationship, then that's a different story. But when you just go out every day and be used as spirit to encourage people, to love people, to look for opportunities, to be a blessing, that opens that heart chakra. My, I love, everyone, did you hear what she just said? I love this. She said, let your imagination be your information. God, I could preach on that tonight. Yes, and don't let it, don't, you know, don't restrict your heart. Because if you restrict your heart in any way, it's harder to receive that in, that information that's coming through, coming through your divine channel. You know, I heard, uh, I love what I heard. I've been hearing some, some of you are, you need to fall in love with your imagination. You're holding on to your memories too much. Imagination is about the future. Memories mm-hmm. are about the past. Let your imagination be your information. Meaning, why do we want information? We want information to know what to do, how to live, where to go, what to be. And she's saying, imagination, imagine your future. Mm-hmm. Imagine it without fear. Imagine it without. I love what she said, too. She says, even with all the stuff going on right now, don't get caught up in the energy of fear. And there's, you know, there's a lot of fear on the planet right now. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on. And and we got to let go of those conspiracy theories, because even if your theory is right, if you are in the energy of fear, you can say at the end, well, God doesn't want us to be afraid. But if all you're doing is preaching fear, your little tagline ain't going to change anything. All you've done is is brought fear onto this planet. You want to say anything about that, Rose? You know, the, the, I have such a, a spiritual inclination to tell a little story, if you don't mind, because do parable. It, it takes me back to to when I was going to church for the first time as a child or my first memory of going to church. And my dad's name is Richard. So, well, his his true name is Richard. He goes by something else. So I, I really uh, am feeling called to tell the story. He was raised as a Methodist. So he would go to a Methodist church. But in the town that we were in a small village actually in Mississippi, there were two churches to choose from um, the Methodist church and the Baptist church. And the first church that uh, my family took us to was the Methodist church because this was my father's background. Um, But he also had his master's degree in political science. And so we went to this church and I think it was maybe like one or two Sundays we went to this church and after that, we stopped. And the reason why was because the pastor was too political. And although my father was, he was a Republican and we lived in a Republican state, he still had this understanding just from his education that this is not a place politics. This is a place for spiritual solace. And so we switched churches and we had to go next next door to the Baptist church so that we could have, we could have spiritual solace without um, all of these forced ideals, you know. So that's, that's what that, it just brought me back to childhood. And I think he was smart for doing that. What would you say to someone that's watching? They're like, I do have fear. I do battle fear. How can I, Rose, how can I deal with these fears, whether they're rational or irrational? Oh man. Okay. So going back to the solar plexus where we have, where we hold on to fear that is in the solar plexus area. It's, you know, right below the rib cage in the center. So the first thing you can start doing is, is to get your, your gut health on board with where you want to be drinking kombucha, getting your pH right, but also understand. And this is, I heard this from a, a really awesome yogi today. She, so this is perfect. She was saying that uh, control is a cover for fear. And you mm. have to realize that we just can't control everything we can't. And that, and it's just a, a dictation of fear. Um, but if you're in a really fearful sa- state, go for, go for safety, go in the direction of what feels safe. Maybe that's a person who, um, they're calm, you know, they, maybe th- this person is safe. Maybe it's just seeking out a sense of safety and looking for it anywhere. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. 
Um, you don't want to be around other people who are constantly giving you fear. You, you don't want to fear your neighbors or anything like that. You just, you know, it's just brotherhood and sisterhood. Everything that so many churches teach, you have to, you have to let go of control. But again, solar plexus, solar plexus, uh, health and nutrition is so important. Well, what if somebody got a bad solar plexus? What's some of the first couple health tips? And while she's thinking on that, uh, I hope you're listening to what she says. Don't be talking to all your fearful friends and this and that. You know, I had to deal with a client that believes some conspiracies. And the he got so far into the rabbit hole that his life was full of stress. It was full of full of almost anger. And and I said to him, you got to let go of the conspiracies, even if they're true. This environment's toxic. Yes. Let go. Don't watch it for three months. Just don't watch it for three months. Instead of looking at what you're afraid is happening in the world, go towards safety. Well, what is safety? Your divine spark, your higher power, your kindness, your goodness, your love. What's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to me? You're going to be taken care of. Spirit's got your back. You've lived this long. Spirit's always with you. And when it is your time to go and you cross over, spirit's going to be there. Angels are going to be there. And so you're never alone. You're always safe. And your thinking is going to create, you know, I love what, I'm going to tell a quick story, all right? Uh, They had several people make it to heaven. And one person made it into heaven as a Cadillac. Another person made it into heaven as a Toyota. And another person made it to heaven on a skateboard with his clothes all torn up. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and and they're they're looking at each other and the one that had the Cadillac, he was the one that just trusts his spirit no matter what. He wasn't worried about it. And and then the one that had a Toyota, well, he, he believed spirit, but he believed there was a lot of things that he had to do too to make heaven. But the one that was on the skateboard, he was the one always saying, Oh, the devil's having his way. Pray for me. The devil's on my back. The world's going to hell. There's, you know, we there there there's all these uh, dark forces. And, and the angel looked at him and says, well, you know, and he barely made it to heaven. He says, how come that guy had a Cadillac? He said, because you know what? You all make heaven, but you decide how you're going to get here. And, and, and so what I'm saying is in all this craziness, you're deciding, are you going to go through this with faith? Or are you going to go through this with fear and realize we're going through it? We're going to get through it. We're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. But maybe you need to, you know, upgrade your thinking. So I I'm, have. Go ahead, Rose. Sorry, I have. Oh gosh, I could talk to you forever. But I, I do have to say that if if you're stuck in a place of fear because of trauma, like let's say you haven't been able to to utilize those modalities uh, and find a practitioner for those things that I talked about, we have to understand uh, that if we are unaware of a particular trauma and it's being triggered, it is a very common thing for us to project that out onto the world. Hmm. So uh, what people have a tendency to do is displace their internal feelings of something that happened, like some emotional injury and displace it and put it onto something else. So, so it just says that, you know, if we don't go inside and we don't do these practices, we could be projecting fear onto the world around us when that fear is really coming from us and our perceptions. So it's really important to do that inner work and question you know, what part of my history does this feel like I'm really tapping into? Because uh, two people can look at the same thing and have a completely different perception because their inner worlds are completely different. Absolutely. So, and it's okay if you got trauma, folks. There's things yes. that I worked through in my life. I think almost every human on the planet has some type of hurt they need to heal. I, yes. There was something that Rose said before the show earlier today that I love. And she was talking about we're all walking towards wholeness, you know, being whole, being whole in our mind, body and soul. And she said, wholeness is really holiness. Wholeness is what's sacred. Wholeness is what's special. Wholeness is your birthright. Yes. And um, and so if there's part of you that feels unworthy or unacceptable or not good enough. Well, that's not from God. That's not from spirit and that's not holy because you are a holy being of God, not because you go to church, not because, you you know, you didn't have sex outside of marriage. You're holy because you're a part of that holy creation. But what you have to do is remember it and remind yourself and live your highest good, live your higher ideal. Some of you, we have a higher self and a lower self. Sometimes it's as easy as this. What would my higher self do? 
what would my higher self say, do and say that in those situations? Um, anyways, just love it, Rose. Just love having you. We got Rose Wood in the house, psychic medium, healer, jewelry maker. We're going to put her Facebook up. If you go to her Facebook, you can see more of what she sells, what she teaches, what she's about. We're all talking a little bit here about um, gut, gut health. There it is. Facebook.com slash potentials with Rose. And I definitely know I'm going to have to set up a reading, especially with with getting better in my own health. But Nell said that she had some issues with IBS. That was a tough one for her to get over. She's better now. Um, Since we are mentioning a little bit about the gut tonight, which makes sense because we're also talking about fear, which we carry in our gut. We're also talking about all this worry, which we carry in our gut. And so there's some physical things you can do that will also help you spiritually. What can we physically do in our diet with our gut? Just on a physical level, Rose. Well, you have to sort out your your acidic foods from your alkaline foods. Acidic foods, they create um, an acidic environment. And the acidic environment is, is perfect for things like cancer. We don't want cancer. So this means having an alkaline um, producing food in your diet, like grapefruit, drinking lemon water, kombucha, But really, it's about getting enough greens and fruits in your diet. And the the alternatives, um, like the the acidic foods, these are things like milk, nuts, uh, meat. I highly recommend, and I don't want people to completely throw off their, their dietary needs or anything like that, because I've seen a lot of vegans get really unhealthy and depleted because they didn't know how to source their nutrients correctly. But I highly recommend... Stopping beef for a while if you eat beef and stopping milk for a while because there's something about so much beef that it breaks down so slowly in your system that we can't even tell how our our gut is responding to food. So if you do a cleanse and then you sort of start over and then you eat slowly a piece of uh, grapefruit or sweet potato, feel that in your gut, feel how your gut's responding to it. And again, it's going to be hard to actually feel that sensation of these organs if you eat too much beef. So that's really important. So it might have to be temporary, but you have to do a cleanse of you have to do a cleanse of some kind with those. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we do have a uh, definitely a lot of people that support the vegan lifestyle here on the Golden mm-hmm. Lock Production Channel. And we they've been preaching and we're listening. We're hearing. And Rose is even telling us, you know, watch, you know, the overconsumption of your meat. Um, we want to get to Anna. Anna, I hope you're still here. Anna's our Canadian friend. I love her dearly. And we're going to let you just tap in. Her dad did pass a few months mm-hmm. ago, but he lived a nice long age. And Anna was a huge help to him. And and so we're just going to let Rose tap into the spirit. And, and what a, I love how she does it. You see how calm she gets when she taps into spirit? So different than me. Because you guys know when I tap into spirit, I'm like, ah! It looks so much prettier on Rose. (laughs) Rose will let you go ahead. This is for Anna. So Anna, the first thing I saw before he mentioned that, that your father passed was I saw so many white feathers. So this to me symbolizes that there, there's an angelic presence around you and angelic guides around you. And as immediately, as, as soon as he said, your father, I could, I feel like I'm seeing this man. Of course, I'd have to speak to you personally to go over the details of what he looks like, but just know that, that he's never left you. His spirit's so strong with you. He, it's like, cause he shows me his feet. So it's almost like you're really grounded into his spirit or, or vice versa. But then the other thing that I'm seeing are these stairs into the clouds, stairs to heaven. So if, if that is meaningful to you, the stairs to heaven, let us know because that's a strong visual that I'm receiving from spirit. And Anna looks like her dad. Anna he looks does. like her okay. father. And it's, it's such a special connection that they have. That makes sense. Yes. And Anna's even started doing spirit drawing. She's starting to draw. And what's uh-huh. funny, Anna, Anna, I told her, right? I want you to listen, Anna. I told her about your dad passing, but I did not tell her about all the angels around you because Anna's been getting messages that there are angels around her. But this is what's crazy. Mm-hmm. A few months, a few weeks ago, um, I was telling her and I said, there's an angel named Jethro. Now, I've heard of every angel out there, but I never heard of <laughs> Jethro. And it was like Jethro from the Hillbillies, that name, right? <laughs> and, and, and everyone laughed at me. But what was funny is uh, 
when Anna was on my YouTube site, and um, you guys can go to my YouTube channel, Jeremy Ryden. I teach astrology on there. And we'll talk a little bit about what's going on right now with Mercury Retrograde in a second. But Anna had made a comment. Now, the way YouTube works, each comment people make, they just they go in order of how you make it. And so Anna made a comment on one of my videos. And six hours later, someone else made a comment and his name was right above her. And the name was Jethro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Divine so, circumstance. Above her angel I love that. Jethro. So. So, Anna, your angels are there. What My homework for you, Anna, is I want you to draw that stairway to heaven. I want you to put your dad at the top of the stairway and anyone else with the clouds and the angels with your dad at the top of the stairway. Go ahead, Rose. Can I just say one thing? When every time you keep bringing back the, his, his her father, sorry, I, I'm seeing him wearing a plaid red button-up. And I don't know if that's symbol, symbolic to anything for her, but... I just keep seeing that. So I feel like he just wants to show me that. Love it. I love it. Everyone, you're watching Divine Spark Ministries, where we believe that, you know what, you're loved and special and that you're a part of God and God is looking out. The universe is looking out for you. And we appreciate all your gifts, all you that have been watching. We got Rose Wood in the house. Rose is a just a wonderful source of healing information, of spiritual information. She's a channel of source. And you want to look on her at Facebook, Potentials with Rose, and just really look her up and look at her stuff. Um, before we go to Mercury Retrograde, uh, can we look at some of your pendants? And tell us what you mean oh, yeah. by dealing with the pendants. So crystals have this way of uh, working with our spirit. So when I, whenever I say spirit, I'm thinking, I'm talking about non-physical energy. So we have electromagnetic pulses around every single cell in our body and around our bodies. This is a scientifically proven fact. I actually wrote a blog about it. I shared it to my page on Facebook about uh, the science behind spirituality. So look out for that. But, you know, just just an amethyst, this is something that comes from the earth that, you know, just by holding it, I'm I'm being protected and shielded on some level uh, from outside energetic influences. So what I've done is I've started to create these pendants. And five years ago, I had incredible pain in my hands. And as soon as I... Um, as soon as I uh, started to get certified in, you know, practice like Reiki, um, that healed it so much because this this energy, this divine flow needed to come through my hands. But uh, creating these pendants, um, they helped me. And so I made them and they helped me. And then I hope they can help you too. So this is a moonstone pendant that I created. Nice. I used polymer clay. Um, so all of these different pendants, they they have different stones that are said to help with different things. Um, this is another oh, one. That's pretty. This is gold stone. No, I'm sorry. Not gold stone. I'll Anyways, it's, it's in the link. Um, it's pretty. Or I'll link it. But thank you. So I create these. I've been crafting these for years. And, you know, I've been really sort of shy about coming out with them because I'm still creating this stockpile. So this is a rose quartz. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. This is the rose quartz. And on the side, it has clear quartz. Rose quartz is a heart healing stone. So anytime you have a loss or a heartache or heartbreak, uh, incorporating rose quartz in, in your practice or just wearing one or having it under your pillow at night, this can help help mend the broken heart. Um, but and some of my other favorite ones are sodalite. Sodalite is great for helping... Uh, with inflammation and anything to do with the bones. This one's the sodalite right here. Mm. Um, but it also helps us to use our, our intuition, but in a logical way. So it helps us to organize our thoughts. And right below this, I have a moonstone, which is really good for the stomach and the breast, all things to do with the female uh, anatomy system. Um, but I, so I just use a ton of different stones. I kind of like, connect with the consciousness of the stones, figure out which ones actually want to be together because these little guys, believe it or not, they have preferences and they have a way to sort of like chip off on their own and like appear in different. I've had the craziest experiences with stones. I won't get into it now because it's like, honestly, I could write a book about it, but this is a Labradorite and citrine. So citrine, 
This is great for the solar plexus area. Like I was talking about, this is the best stone for solar plexus issues. So if you want some upliftment, some uplifting energy and empowerment, especially in the workplace, get a citrine or you could wear it. It, it holds the energy of the sun. So there's so much positivity and vitality. And then this Labradorite, they're normally really flashy, kind of getting that flash in there. This helps to protect the auric field. So what I've observed when I've worn a Labradorite is that when other um, energies are trying to come and penetrate my auric field, they can't. They sort of fall off like Rain-X. You know, when you put Rain-X on your windshield and that yes. rain just slides down, that's what I've noticed with the Labradorite stone. So those are a few. These are beautiful. Now, Rose, are there any for sale right now where they can go or can they order something from you off of Facebook? Yes. Um, I'm going to leave. I'm going to have to, after the show, put the link on my Facebook page, but I have another Facebook page that's dedicated to all of these pieces. Um, and it's, it's roses.butterfly.empr, I believe. But anyways, look out for the link on my Facebook page if you're interested in those because they are for sale. So let's throw Rose's Facebook uh, page back up for everyone that's interested in these wonder. Now, these pieces are beautiful. Thank so you. even if you weren't into crystals, they're just beautiful. I could definitely see our producer, Tiffany, wearing the rose court one. Um, they're gorgeous. But these these stones actually have healing, energetic properties. Rose says we're made of energy. Everything's yeah. energy. And c- certain stones activate, balance, start up, harmonize certain energies in our body. And so if you got something going on in your body or in your life, look to the stone that you need. Go to Rose and see if she sells that or send her an email. I'm sure you could even, she could do stuff uh, one-on-one. So go to this Potential with Rose on Facebook. Um, I think Robin was asking, so beautiful. She says, I I wire wrap. She's asking, do you weld those, Rose? Okay, so I don't. So because when I started to create these pendants, I was having so much pain in my hands at the time. I decided to use polymer clay because it's a lot softer and it was more therapeutic for me. So I didn't go with the wire. Um, but I have, when I've made mala beads, I've used wire and the wire somehow it just like makes them more powerful, but I use polymer clay. That's what I use. And I just bake it for a little while and it turns out beautiful and it's soft. It's not the wire. There's no wires. They're not going to poke you or anything like that. So yeah. Wonderful, man. We're here with Rosewood and we need to have her on monthly, yearly. She needs to be teaching so many different subjects. Just wonderful. Thank you I mean, so much. Donate a whole hour to just one subject. But tonight we're just getting a taste of just a small bit of what she does. And she's on Facebook putting constant good teachings out there. Uh, so you want to look at her Facebook and see what group she's a part of, because it's really going to help empower and enlighten you. And that's what we need in Divine Spark. That's what we need in 2021 is being around people that are going to uplift us, encourage us, and yes. imagine our highest good with us. Um, if we could take a second and, and give a reading for Sarah, I think this will be our last reading for the night. We may get one more in. And just anything you're picking up for Sarah and everyone else, thank you so much for being a part of our Tuesday night Divine Spark Ministry show. So, okay, so for Sarah, I don't know if she is into astrology or stargazing, but I immediately see a woman looking at the stars. And so I just want to say you're probably very impacted by what's going on in our solar system. And some people aren't as impacted as others. You know, some people are very sensitive. So I just want to validate and confirm that you might be feeling shifts. If you're if you're going through a period of frustration or, or anything like that, and you're turning it in on yourself, it might not be just solely about you. It could be that you're tapped in. But the other thing that I saw come through very strongly was this essence of the flower. So spirit wants you to pull in the essence of nature and perhaps like botanical essences like oils. But there is this deep connection that I'm seeing between the earth and also the stars. But I see a flower blooming, which means that it's just like this is like a period of enlightenment. I When flowers bloom, to me, it means that your soul is expressing itself. Like, you, like you've been in that tight bud, you know, and just the tension and the pressure of that slowly has opened you up to everything. That's what I feel like is coming through for her. 
Listen, I have not told her anything, Sarah. So everyone that's getting messages from Rose, you're actually getting messages from Spirit directly. She's the real deal, folks. Real deal. And uh, I won't go into the particulars of her life, but definitely she uh, is opening up to being used of Spirit. And I, I like this too. Heidi to Universe. So good. Please have Rose back again, Jeremy. If she'll come back, we're going to have her back, folks, because I'm I'm learning so much. Rose, since we do, since we talked about the stars, since you said that everything is energy and that the stars are part of the universe and all of this, we do have Mercury growing retrograde. We got about six minutes here. Can you just give us a little idea of your astrology, what you're picking up or any hints or anything you want to share astrology wise? Okay. Well, the moon is currently in the sign of Libra which is very nice uh, if you want to have a nice time, I guess, because Le- the sign of Libra doesn't really like conflict. They'd rather just be like, eh, let's just stick to. So so if you're feeling like you have all this pressure to just um, like, you know, keep yourself like straight and orderly, that's probably the, the Libra moon. But Mercury retrograde cycles happen uh, four times a year. They happen quarterly. So we just began this one. It's going to end on February 25th. But if you're an Aries or a Pisces, you're still going to feel it going into March when it comes out of the shadow uh, period. But anytime we have the Mercury retrograde, uh, communication, technology, our, our vehicles, these are all things that are more vulnerable to uh, miscommunication or even breakdowns, breakdown of communication, breakdown of the car. Like, um, again, it's, it's also not a good time to start a new contract. It's a good time to, to wrap something up that you have started previously, like maybe last month, or you had an idea to do something last month, go ahead and do it now. But I wouldn't like buy a car right now, or sign a contract or anything like that. But then also like if you do have a vehicle that might be on the fringe, this might be the time where it finally does that breakdown. So um, you, it's it's a period of reflection. That's what it really is. So it's a better time to do reflection, to do organizing. Um, if you're going to put something out that's official, you might want to double check. You might want to triple check it. You want to check, you know, double check. They cross, cross your T's and you dotted your I's. Or I like to say during Mercury retrograde, cross your I's and dot your T's. You know, so that's that's kind of what I have to say about it. But tomorrow the moon goes into Scorpio, um, and we're also going to be noticing in the sky that we're going to have a T square between. Um, certain planetary bodies that are in fixed signs. Fixed signs are Aquarius, Taurus, Scorpio. A fixed sign is one that is stubborn, stuck in their ways, and they don't necessarily want to budge. They're like, you know what? I know it works for me. So anyways, if you notice that people are really stuck in their ways, um, it's because of this T-squared. By the end of the week, we're going to feel a lot better. Man, I love, she's speaking my language, folks. I love the way <laughs> her astrology. Love it, love it. You know I love astrology. Uh, we, we have similarities. Me and Rose are both Scorpio risers. Yes. Woo-hoo. Rose, come a little closer to the camera. Let's see those Scorpio eyes. Oh, yes. yeah. Of course, I'm like legally blind in one eye, so I'm like, uh. No, no, <laughs> like, no, no, like no. one eye is dedicated to spirit, you know, and then the other <laughs> one is like, oh, I could see I could see something going on here. <laughs> I love it. The reason why I say the eyes, people always say that the Scorpio eyes look like they penetrate. If somebody stares with you, Scorpio, their eyes are, and you got it. And she's got Scorpio hat. Look at now what she's doing is what's called the smoldering look. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Scorpio is really because, because they really do. They sense everything underneath the surface. And because this is a perspective, it does come through the eyes. The eyes are about perspective and the Scorpio and their third eye, they're really operating and they're just, they're kind of under the surface of everything and they're just waiting for others that have depth to come and join them there. And look at her beautiful eyebrows. That's Scorpio, baby. Yes, I, I think I do them and I don't. I was, I was born this way and I've always looked so, somewhat like a vampire because I have this widow's pig going on. I've got the, I've got the eyebrow, eyebrows. And, look at the know. big forehead. Look yeah. at the forehead. Because, you know, the bigger story. your forehead is, the more analytical you are. So so don't feel self-conscious go, if you don't have a forehead you and you go. have a five head or maybe like a ten head. You know, it just makes it means that you're smarter. You're more you're more analytical. I love it. I love it. You know, and it's got she, she's nice and skinny like a Scorpio. I had people say to me, Jeremy, 
you're so huge, which a lot of Scorpio men do get bigger. And, and as they get older, they got to work on that, uh, not doing that. But they were like, uh, you're not Scorpio. You're so big and you're only in middle age. And I said, well, listen, <laughs> folks, I got Jupiter aspect in my first house. <laughs> yes, that's true. You know, I have Jupiter in my fifth house and the fifth house has to do with children and lovers. And so uh, my children are very large because their father is very large and I have a large dog. So that's all because of Jupiter in my fifth house. I just, I I'm surrounded. It. Everybody around me is gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're a powerhouse yourself, sis. You're a powerhouse. Your spirit powerful. So I, are you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm just so excited. I just feel being around you is so calming, but so energizing. It's just what this channel is all about. And so one more time, if you would like to know more about Rose, you can go to her Facebook. I encourage you, go to her Facebook. Say, hey, I saw you on Divine Spark Ministries. Check out her jewelry. Check out and ask her, email her, say, hey, do you do readings? Whatever you want. She's got some powerful teachings. I mean, there's just I got to get my chakra in line. I got to get some health stuff in line. So I'm going to be looking her up and definitely doing that. Rose, we got about a minute. Do you have any parting words that you'd like to share with everyone as uh, we enter into February? Oh, gosh. The pressure is on. I, you know, the only thing I have to say is just thank you so much. I just want to say that gratitude is really where it's at. If, If you're locked into a space of fear, um, Try to just try to look for comfort. If you can't find comfort, look for relief because you're going to your mind is going to be open up to more options when you're in the space of gratitude. So don't fear your neighbor. Don't don't have fear in your heart. Um, You know, and if if you're in a group or a friend circle that they're pushing more fear onto you, it's okay to move outside of that circle. It's okay. So that's what I want to say is is. Allow yourself to do that. Allow yourself to go in that direction. Allow yourself to trust yourself and trust spirit. We're at the very end. Rosewood will definitely go. This is our first time. It is not our last. We are going to have you back, back, and back. Everyone else in Divine Spark Ministries, I love you. Praying for you. And we'll see you next week. And keep your head up because spirit's got blessings coming your way. Namaste. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 